Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Stop, collaborate, and stop listening to this podcast if you don't like swearing. Okay, bye. Fuck off and die, I'm a I was just thinking how much I love our theme song. Hey, are you okay with the sun in your eyes? You it look is, kind of blinded. I am squinting. <gasps> I don't know if there's anything we can do about that. What if you just turn the blinds over the other way? I want to suffer for everyone. Like, does it make a difference? Does it make a difference if you just turn them the other way? I want you to know that I don't care about my comfort. How's that? Is that because that? I'm, I'm still recording this. We're still recording. Is that better though? It's the other one. The sun's there. There's no sun there. <laughs> I just want you to know that if you're going through a breakup, I am suffering with you by having the sun directly in my eyes. Fuck, Jade. Seriously. Okay. That's better. That's better. Come sit. I understand science. Sit, Jade. Pull up a chair. Hi. We're here to talk about breakups. You're welcome. Have you ever had one? (laughs) So many. So many. Being in your 30s, had a lot of breakups. But I think, you know, it's part of living, living hard. Look, the fact that we've been in it is why we talk about it because we basically made this so that we could tell you guys the shit that we wish someone had told us while we were in the real, real trenches of heartache. Um, And also so that next time we are in the trenches of heartache, we can listen back and just be like, fuck, I'm clever. Do you know that I've done that? When I was going through my breakup, I was listening to our podcast and pretending it wasn't us. and Pretending someone else was there for you. It actually helped me. It's so weird, isn't it? It is helpful. To listen to yourself. I think it's helpful. Well, I guess we should all listen to ourselves more. Trust yourself. Because we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. Like we're so loving to our friends. Unless unless you're Jade. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You are so loving. You are loving. I'm loving in my own special way. You are loving and you demonstrate love by being there physically for people. Yeah. Like when you help me. Like a prickly little pear in the corner of the room. 
That's actually a quote from a uh, a poet that was in this uh, show I was watching called The Sinner. And mm. when the guys go out and do these insane... Is this the new season? Yeah. Don't do any spoilers. I haven't okay. seen it. But he talks about the prickly pear. I think it might be really? T.S. Eliot. Probably. Know. I'm very intellectual. Maybe. I'm, I'm into literature. Yeah, I think I'm probably just T.S. Eliot reincarnated. Oh, that's hot. Mm, thank you. I can't even remember what we're talking about. Oh, you know what the one thing I think... The advice that I always wish I had got, which I feel like we just say again and again, is just that whatever you're feeling is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't beat yourself up about it. You are exactly. And you're not on your own. Like mm. it, like at that time where you really feel alone, you're actually having such a human experience and mm. and an experience where everyone has had that experience or will have that experience. It's like one of the things that actually connects us. Yeah, that's true. Strangely. Yeah. And it won't last forever. That shattering phase, that initial phase where you feel like there is no point in being alive, it's not going to last forever. It will pass. You have to have faith in that. Yeah. And there's that literal connecting of us. Like we met and made this because we were going through breakups. Yeah. Like the very start of this project when we worked on the book was coming out of some epic breakups. I remember you walking down the street with me and you said, oh, it's nice to talk to someone who's going through it because sometimes it feels like people in relationships don't understand. I don't remember. I don't remember how shit it is. When I was in a relationship and you were going through a breakup, I remember feeling a little bit like disconnected from the feelings of it, Mm. even though all I do is write about breakups. What? What? When I was in a relationship... When I was and you were going through a breakup, I even felt disconnected. Even though you write about breakups all the time, you didn't. You but didn't. I'm just saying, feel like the connectedness of it. I didn't feel it in the I same. I feel betrayed. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm trying to explain myself. I didn't feel it in the same intense way yeah. as if I was going through it too. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that I didn't still care about you and want to be there for you. I'm just agreeing with you and using an anecdote to explain it. Yeah. I feel betrayed by you because of this conversation. <laughs> I mean, mostly why I agreed to do this podcast is for these opportunities to betray you okay. in well, a recorded form. I enjoy them immensely. Thank you. I can't wait to see what other betrayals are in store for me in the <laughs> next few segments. Should we, like, start? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you think we haven't already started. <laughs> It could be something to do with you getting off the chair and then like opening all the blinds so that I became blind, (laughs) blinded by the light. So the first section of this pod is where I go through an activity from the book to give you a little bit of respite, hopefully, make you feel a bit better. Yeah. It's like we're all playing a game together. We're running out of parts of the book to read. Then what are we going to do? We're going to do something else. Season two. We're going to do season two where we... But don't, we don't know yet. I we're might just betray gonna Jade. And, yeah, we're just going to flip it over and I'll do. I'll redo the sections from the book and yeah. you can try and betray me on air. I would love that. So instead of doing that, this is a section from the book called Who Else Can I Brunch With? Yeah. Do you know what that's about? Please read it to me. <laughs> I mean, I do because I've read the book. I was yeah, yeah. involved in making it. But you were, you for were. those of you who weren't. Okay. So like a lot of annoying twosomes, you probably did a whole lot of shit together. Like brunch. Fucking hate twosomes. Now you're running around seeing stupid happy couples eating breakfast or whatever and you just want to vomit all over them. Yeah. It sucks balls, but it doesn't have to for long. So please tell me how. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is where we do a thing called 
replacing your ex with better people. So seriously, you can still do all of these fun things just with other people. Eventually, it'll be a hotter guy with a bigger dick or maybe a hotter woman with a bigger vagina. So Does it really say that? <laughs> what? Does it really say that? No, I made that second bit up. Because I want to be, you know, I want to be inclusive because mm. we also have male listeners. Any other List kind all of, the other people that might want to date a vagina. Anyone who wants a vagina in their lives. Okay. okay. Yeah. I feel like you would, we were walking a dangerous line there. Yeah, I know. Thank you. So I'm just so specific. I know. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very disgustingly hetero. I mean, okay. 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 I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm not going to question your, your identity. Okay. Back to the activity. So list those things you used to do with fuckface and insert a mate, relative or pet to enjoy them with instead. So this is where I want you to sit down or stand up or do a dance and I literally got told off for standing up only like two minutes ago. I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. I am talking to you, but. It's very well, confusing since I'm the only person in the room. I'm sorry that I mistook it for a conversation you're having with me. You're also very literal, which is fine. I enjoy that about you. So if there's something you really love doing, like breakfast, I want you to write down someone else you can do that with. So write down all the things that you love doing and then write down who you can do them with. So I've got here in the book, it's got breakfast with and there's a line. Who's going to go in the line? Uh, for my <laughs> breakfast. I've also got movies with because I love like going to the who, movies. Like give me an example. I don't example know. That's why I just ignored you. <laughs> who would I put down for breakfast? Um, I don't know. Maybe you. Okay. I would go. I like okay, Can I just put you on everyone? <laughs> I mean, sure. I'll, I'll, I'd also do movies. What's yeah. the next one? Chocolate Bender. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, thank you. And then you can put down your own. What about like hiking? Yeah, hiking. Um, or like. What else would I like? Oh, one of the ones that I really wanted to do with a couple was like walking on the beach. But fuck that. I do it with my dog now. Well, that's I see that's beautiful. Your dog. So you yeah. write Humphrey. So the other day, me and my awesome friend went to a really fancy winery and we all got all dressed up and we got we had champagne and we had all these really nice dishes. Oh, fancy winery with. And then I was thinking, this is so fancy I could propose to her. There if were you weren't all- so disgustingly hetero. <laughs> if I wasn't so <laughs> Do you notice that you make a joke and then I just say it back? Well, I'm really funny. I need to so stop doing that. I think it's fine. I think it just emphasizes how funny I am. Yeah, but then I act like it was my joke, but it wasn't. It's fine. Um, so I was sitting there and I was thinking how lucky I was to be at this table with my friend and I was looking at all the couples around me and I'm sure they were having a good time too, but a lot of them were doing that things that couples that thing that couples do where they don't talk to each other because they've got nothing left no to need. say they just <laughs> they just talk through their just psychically bonded lingering looks mm. of disdain and um yeah I just felt really lucky to be there with her does, so you were like living your best life it it the thing is right I mean I'm months out of a breakup but when you're first out of a breakup there are certain things that you might want to avoid like for example my sister lives really close to where I used to live with my ex and I found it really hard to go to her house because I was just associated that area with him mm. so I made myself go as almost exposure therapy wow I was about to say well, just don't go get her to come to your house well that's the thing that I want to talk about is at first it can be hard because what if there are sort of shops even that you want to go to that remind you of him or her like the supermarket yeah exactly so I and you still this, have to eat, so you kind of kind of avoid it. You still have to eat. And you don't want to be driving off to, like, the Speno IGA because you don't want to see them. You don't need to live like that. You don't need to go into the shadows. 
of the independent. I don't know. The, the IGA near my house is really nice. It's not a shadow. Yeah, but it's so expensive. Mm. You come out with like It's true. Every time I go there to buy a single snack, I spend $40 and end up with like arms full of stuff. And it's usually not sustainable stuff. It's just mm. like some kind of fairy floss. It's macarons. I just, I just buy heaps <laughs> of them. And if you need that, you deserve that. But it's, really I don't expensive. think it's a sustainable way to live, to, to go to IGAs, which no. is probably a bad thing because they're independent. Yeah, why don't you slam our independent grocery stores a little bit more? I have, I have a beef with local business. What can I say? <laughs> um, so, so this activity. Sarah likes to import all of her groceries from overseas. Are these mandarins <laughs> from Afghanistan? I'll have 20. So this is about <laughs> reclaiming the things that you like and um, almost overriding. You don't want to necessarily like kill the memories of your ex. I like to, but this is a way to sort of reclaim those places. Eventually those places won't be as charged and or difficult. Or activities? Yeah, or activities, mm. exactly. So eventually those places or activities won't be as difficult to do if you go and engage in them. And what I'm talking about here is exposure therapy. So I did this when I went to a course for CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Did they make you have a snake on your arm? No, but it was actually so funny. One of the uh, people attending, she was really uh, worried about looking foolish. So they made her go and stand outside Woolworths and ask people where Woolworths was. <laughs> and, and then the response was like, what the fuck? But yeah. then she learned that even though she's making a fool of herself, it's okay. Nothing's actually going to happen to her. Did anyone offer to help her? Like, <laughs> do you need medical care? I don't think so. But we laughed about it. She she laughed about it. And um, she actually became less anxious about that. So I want to go into a little bit more about exposure therapy. Sure. Okay. Tell me, please, tell me about exposure therapy. Okay. Well, basically, the, the best way I can explain it is... If you are exposed to the thing that's provoking anxiety for you, so in my case, being in the area where my ex and I used to live, the charge behind it and the anxiety behind it will lessen. But Is there a factor where you have to feel safe in that exposed moment or something to uh, make it work? So the way – good question. Sort of. So the way it works is this. If you go to the place, you will feel your anxiety go up and up and up. If you wait until it peaks, until it's at the highest point – and then comes down by half, you can leave that place. But if you go to that place and you leave before it's peaked and gone down, you're teaching yourself that that place is worth the anxiety that you're feeling and you're going to feel it again when you go back. Does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. I'd never heard of it before, even though I know it's something everyone talks about in I therapy. I've heard of it like, you know, put your hand in this jar of snakes mm. or spiders or something. Yeah. So that's why after my breakup... I was like, well, I can't not go hang out with my sister because that's not really fair. And then I just kept going to her house and then the charge went down. Um, but the thing I want to caution is if you're really upset and, and struggling, you don't need to go to all the places that you love to go to with your ex. If that's too hard, start small. Yeah, or give yourself a time out first. Yeah, maybe. totally. You're allowed to sit down, feel broken, stay in bed first. A hundred percent. But also you do want to reclaim the things that you like doing. So find someone else to do them with. And then eventually those memories will become more prevalent and powerful than the ones you had with your ex. Hmm. Like I have another example. So I remember when, say if I have a partner and they're at my house and then we break up and I think, oh, I remember when they used to sit there. Mm. 
And then I actually have a voice in my head that goes, this is my fucking house. Do you know what I like to do for that? I like to light (laughs) candles. I like to change the smell of a place and that kind of changes my association with it somehow. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. Even like moving things around, Mm. like moving your bed. Yeah. If you ever come to my house and I've lit a candle, it's me marking my territory. (laughs) That's how Jade pisses. (laughs) That's so lovely though. (laughs) So wonderful. Um, I'm so whimsical. I know. You're such a fae. (laughs) But it's just about reclaiming those spaces and also increasing connection with other people. Because if you have someone who's like a super film buff, then they're the ones that can cut, go to the movies with you. Mm. And sometimes I think you learn more about your friends in those times where you're reaching out for yeah. different things to do or, you know, needing them more. Yeah. And like also I love it when you have friends for certain things. So you have friends to party with, friends to go mountain biking with. I have friends that I go kayaking with. You have friends you come to when you want some really no-nonsense wisdom. I have, yeah, I have the straight shooting friends. <laughs> the friend you come to when you just want to get shot down. <laughs> Called Jade. <laughs> but it's just slowly reclaiming those things so that you can come back to yourself. The other piece of advice I have is if, say, you are going for brunch at the cafe you used to go with with them, um, Try not to talk about them when you're there with the new person. So you're creating new experiences that aren't about your ex, mm. if you can. Mm. I would also say just like, I mean, this is a big city that we're in mm. and it's a relatively small city on a global scale. Mm. So if you want to go brunch somewhere else, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go, go do like, it. I think it's more important that you're out and about and doing stuff than it's that it's at that specific place. Yeah. And it's also totally fine to cry in public. I do it all the time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I should it's have fine. It's funny. Like I actually just find it funny. Like I think I've cried in so many places around the world, just walking along the streets crying. Um, and sometimes you just need to. And if you're in public, who cares? Sure. Yeah. So what did you think about that? About exposure therapy? That acti- I hate that it. Activity. Yeah, oh, you yeah, didn't- I, I didn't associate the activity with exposure therapy. Yeah, do you think um, that was too much? Maybe that was a bit of a leap, but I, that's how I sort of associate it. I don't, I don't sort think of it's too much therapy. of a leap. I think it's fine to kind of be like, mm. oh, you know, this is a thing and then exposure therapy is part of how it works. But I also think it's fundamental to the way that we comfort mm. that you give people the option to just be like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. That's, that's part of our brand. Fuck that. No, I agree. I agree. But then I guess if there is a place where you – feel like you need to be there Mm. and you're struggling, Mm. there is a way to get through it and it can get better. But I also fundamentally agree with you that if that's just too hard right now, then fuck it. You don't Mm. need to do shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Go to Woolworths. Ask where it is. Stop name dropping all of these places. Not the IGA. (laughs) You're so specific. I like specifics. So, Jade, I noticed that you're lying down, (laughs) but we actually need you to do the next segment. (laughs) Just please. I like how you're just like lifting that, um, what it's called, like the fourth wall or whatever, where it's like suddenly, oh, we're in a room and this is what Jane's doing right now, as opposed to just like being professional and like the illusion of. I am many things, but I am not professional. And I want to know, what is the listener question? Okay. I have a listener question. (sighs) I'd rather be lying down. I've got to stop. I'm going to take my hands off my hips because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just judging you. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels good though. Okay. Listener question. When is the right time to get back into dating after a breakup? Oh, that's a great question. Do you want to have a shot at answering it? No, you go. I would say I <laughs> there isn't one. That's what I would say. Ibid. What's Ibid? You know, when you write an essay and then you do references and then if the reference is the same, you write Ibid. 
No. Okay. It's like a university essay thing. Aren't you a aren't you an academic? Apparently not. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so yeah, whenever the fuck you want. That's the yeah, answer. Yeah, whenever the fuck you want. But should we give a longer answer for the sake of having a whole podcast? I guess so. Um I think that's the point of this. Okay. So I would say there's not a specific amount of time that has to pass. Yes. So much as that it's like when you feel ready to do it. Okay. Is the right time. And how do you know if you feel ready? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you're not lying down. <laughs> um, so, okay. So when, when you're going through a breakup, you need a little bit of time because um, you do need to process your grief. Mm. Like if you just come straight from like one relationship into the next without having a moment to pause and process. I, I do that. I used to do that a lot, by the way. Did you find that you were bringing some of that grief and baggage to the next relationship? So much. Yeah. And then when you do the next breakup, you grieve all of them together. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've done that. Just jumping from one dick to the next, like poking <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, you do need time to process your grief. You also need time to, and this is interesting about what you were saying about, you know, if you need to reclaim places and that kind of thing. Um, I think there's a really big part of breaking up with someone, which is about reestablishing your own identity and who you are and how you're whole on your own. Yes. And that, that it does take a little bit of time to just kind of let that dust settle and kind of reaffirm who you are. Yeah. And I think in a previous pod we talked about, you know, when I lost sight of whether or not I like dinosaurs. So feel free to jump back to a past pod if you want to hear more about dinosaurs and my love or hate for them. Hard-hitting listening. Hard-hitting. But the point, no, but there was a good point to that. It was that you didn't know whether you actually like dinosaurs because your ex liked them so much mm. you weren't sure you always thought you did, and then you realised. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was part of my did. identity or my ex's identity. But did you end up liking them? Maybe you should re-listen to the podcast. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> so yeah, you do. You need a bit of time for that. Like you need to get clear on who you are. Mm. Um, you also really want to, if you're going to be dating for a relationship. I mean, obviously, if you want to date and just have fun, that's mm. totally fine. But if you want a relationship, it's really important that you're clear on what your needs are. And what you expect from the other person, like Mm. your needs, expectations, boundaries, so that you can actually be looking for something that's right for you. Yeah. And I think when you're too fresh out of a breakup, you haven't had time, like pretty much all you can think of is I either want my ex back or I want not my ex. And both of those aren't particularly, they're not really about you and what you need. They're coming from a place of lacking or fear or scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get a little bit of time to figure out and reframe it as, okay, I have a need to feel important to someone mm. or those kind of things that are more centered around yourself rather than not my ex or only my ex. Yeah. Like filling a hole in you. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because sometimes I think when we date, we're just so worried about whether they like you, you need to think about whether you like them. And yeah. that's really important. And one a friend of mine the other day, I was staying with my friend who's in her 60s and she's so wise and she was like, yeah, you know, she kind of talks quite softly and she's like, I've always just, when a guy likes me, I just go with it. But really we need to be thinking more about, you know, just because a guy is putting in the effort and trying to be with you doesn't mean he's the right guy. And I feel like I've always done that. I've always just gone with people who have an interest in me mm-hmm. and just gone along with it. And they may not actually be the best match for me, mm-hmm. but because they're putting in an effort and blah, 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 I sort of go, oh, yeah, okay, let's just go along with this, rather than me going, is he the right person for me? Hmm. Which is what I'm doing more now. 
which is quite I cool. feel like you need someone who's going to put in the effort and be the right person. Oh, exactly. Obviously, you don't want to, like, because I date someone the people into a relationship. I feel like I date people who don't put in enough effort. Mm. Oh, um, of course. You need both. So you need both. 100%. But it's, yeah, I guess because you're looking at me like, what? But that's because you're the other side of it. Yeah, the I've gone the other way. Mm. Uh, but it also gives you a lot of power back as well when you're dating to be going, do I like this person? I am assessing this person to see if they are the right person for me and that will take time. So it's like you're interviewing candidates? Yeah. Well, you know, on online dating, I've noticed quite a few guys do that. They're like looking to fill the position of girlfriend and I'm like, okay, go fuck yourself. (laughs) You're so confident. But I wish I had the confidence of a a white, overweight male on Tinder, (laughs) even 10%. (laughs) Um, Don't love the body shaming. Soz. No, you're right. That was bad. <laughs> but yeah, to have the confidence of an average white man. of an <laughs> And I don't even mind overweight. Some of the best sex I've had has been with overweight dudes. Still feel very uncomfortable. Is that still body shaming? Okay. So what else was there to that? Do you want to just rephrase the... I can't. I don't know how to. The supposition? Is that what it's called? I don't know. What's a supposition? I don't know. I don't Are know you what... a writer? I don't know what words mean. Supposition. <laughs> A suppository, isn't that something you put up your butt? Yeah, I don't think a supposition is the same thing. Mm. No, because I don't know how to. But thank you for opening that up. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be better. I politely decline. Struggle. (laughs) Thank you for helping me to struggle on air. I'll leave it in so that you know that I'm struggling for you. Mine camp, as they say. Is that is that where you want to go? <laughs> Does that make it better? That I'm quoting my, well, I my guess it struggle. puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Now I have to mention I'm a Jew so I can make jokes about Hitler. I don't think it's funny. Okay. Uh, so what was the question? Um, when <laughs> is dating, the, dating, yes. When is the right time to get back into dating after a breakup? I have a serious response for that. Please. Okay. When and if you say anything about Hitler or fat shaming. Okay, I'll stop. Okay, when, when is the right time to get back into dating after a breakup? When it doesn't make you feel like shit. So for my test is if I think about dating and if there's any kind of rejection that might happen towards me, if I feel that I'm going to absolutely lose my shit and fall on the floor or not be able to cope with that, I won't date. Yeah. And I know in my heart when that is. Like I just know because I often after a breakup, my self-esteem is low, my self-confidence is low. That has to be built back up before I can go out into the world and face unknown people. Yeah, that's a good answer. Thank you. I sincerely hope you delete your previous answer. No, there was no racism. (laughs) It was clean. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Maybe. I think that question's quite thoroughly answered. Do you have anything else to add? Um, I think sometimes it can be reaffirming to go and have some nice casual sex if that's something that is right for you. And once again, Mm -hmm. I think you'll know that. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially if, say, if you've been in a long-term relationship and maybe your sex life has been a bit shit, Mm -hmm. it can be reaffirming. Like if you've been unsatisfied for a long time. Mm. Or even I was in a relationship a long time ago where I felt like he probably body shamed me a bit and I didn't Mm. feel sexy. And then I got back on the proverbial dick horse and I became... What is a dick horse? <laughs> I was saying I got back on the horse, but then I added like the appendage, the phallic, the phallus. But yeah, and I had sex again for the first time after my breakup and it was really affirming and quite cool to do that.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Quote time. Quote time. So this is the part in the podcast where we do a quote. Can I go first? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a quote that's relevant to making mistakes. I embrace the label of bad feminist because I am human. I am messy. I'm not trying to be an example. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to say that I have all the answers and I'm not trying to say that I'm right. I'm just trying, trying to support what I believe in, trying to do some good in this world, trying to make some noise with my writing while also being myself. And that is from Bad Feminist by Roxane Gay. That's really cool. I'm really, that's really resonating with me. Yeah, I I can imagine. (laughs) I also love the term bad feminist. Yeah. That's like they talk about that in Fleabag. Yeah. Like, have you seen Fleabag? Oh, I, I can't watch it. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... I've watched a couple of episodes and I'm oh. just squirming the whole time. I feel like I saw the stage show, loved it, but oh, the really? TV show just. I just think if anyone hasn't seen it, don't listen to Jade. Go and watch it. I think it's on Amazon. I didn't she... say don't watch it. I said I didn't enjoy it. She is the best, one of the best writers I've ever come across. Mm. That was a really good quote. Thank you. Should I do mine? Please. Okay. <laughs> This is a song. Is it from Hitler? <laughs> no. Any? Uh, no? Hitler says, love yourself, but not if you're a Jew. Oh, God. <laughs> Got well, like, That's what he might say. You, no. Okay. This is my quote. Woo, child. Tired of the bullshit. Go and dust your shoulders off. Keep it moving. I know it's hard, but you have to try. If you need advice, let me simplify. If he don't love you anymore, just walk your fine ass out the door. That is Lizzo. Love it. <laughs> This podcast was recorded on Wajak Noongar country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabong. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fodbook.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.